All right. We thank the Lord for each and every one of you that have chimed in today. Uh, this is Bishop Bowser. Slow motion with Bishop Bowser, I should say. Uh, the Shafat Outreach Podcast. Um, this is, we, we call it slow motion with Bishop Bowser. We call it slow motion because we want to slow things down, right? And let's have a little talk and discussion. And so we thank each and every one of you that are coming on uh, to view this. We thank all our podcast listeners that are listening to uh, this podcast. Uh, to tonight, we're going to be talking about providing healthy choices for the dying young. You know, I could have said the living young, but the reason why I say the dying young, because our young people are dying younger. And even when they live and, and, and don't die young and get into their 40s and 50s, uh, they have a lot of health complications, right? And um, even folks that I'm 59 years old, even folks that are my age and so on, as you get older, your body slowly uh, deteriorates, right? And so unless you take care of it, unless you stay active, you're going to continue to get sick. But tonight, as we talk about providing healthy choices for the dying young, we're, we're going to look at this from a, uh, when we talk about health, we're going to look at it from a holistic approach, right? And so we're not just going to look at it from the perspective of uh, your diet and, and your heart disease and things like that, which we are going to look at those things, health things concerning physical. But when we talk about a holistic approach, we're talking about all aspects of your personal health, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's social, whether it's spiritual or whether it's intellectual. All of these areas, these aspects of your health, they affect you. And so we're talking about providing healthy choices. And so when we talk about providing healthy choices, what does that mean? That means that you are enjoying good health because you're the, of the choices that you made. You are functioning well and being sound in health, right? You are, con it's, it's, it's when you're making healthy choices, it is conducive to health. Um, indicating soundness of body and mind. When you talk about that, hey, uh, Michael, good to see you coming on. Michael Sanitary, I see Ashley coming on. Good to see you all uh, in here. Chime in uh, if you if you um, have a comment or if you have a question, feel free to put it in the chat. I'm I'm able to look at it right here, so hopefully um, I'll be able to see it and and say something about this. But I want to to um, uh, start my second season, and this is episode one of my second season. I want to start it out talking about health because, you know, we're coming towards the end of the year. And as we go into the new year, folks are going to be making all kinds of resolutions, right? We get a fresh year, fresh start. And a lot of times, by the time you get into March and April and even February, uh, folks have already dropped off in their um, their resolutions and so on. Good. I look like I see uh, uh, Anthony Etheridge coming on in. Good to see you, uh, my brother. Uh, and, and all, if I missed anybody, you know, just chime on in there and wave your hand or, or say something so that I know that you're there and I can most definitely, um, acknowledge you also, but we think we're thankful for you that are here and this, this, so, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about here is, you know, when you look at, when you talk about, uh, providing healthy choices and we're talking about the young people, right? And one of the things I mentioned is that this is going to be a holistic approach when we talk about health. But the question that I want to ask everyone that's watching, and you can answer it, you know, what is the average age for an American, right? What is the average age that they live to? 
uh, uh, male and there now there's different for males and females, right? Uh, yes, hey, hello, hello, my brother. It's been a long time. Love the topic. I, I see Ken Woods. Thank you, thank you, my brother. A amen. And, and it's good to see you on and supporting. Really appreciate it and love you, man. Love, love you. Love all of you that's coming on here. And um, feel free to chime in. And, and, and so right now, I want to ask the question. So hopefully you're typing. What is the average age that American live to? Now, uh, the average age for the man versus the woman is a different age. But if you know the age or you want to take a guess at it, just say something and, and respond to it as far as what is the average age that an American can live to? How long can we live? Here in America, you know, especially uh, with um, all the, the the problems that we have in America with being overweight, obese, uh, all the sick complications, things like that. Uh, what is the average age of a person and so on? So as you chiming in, I, I'm, I'm hoping that you all to chime in and so on and, and we can I can answer that. But here is the thing that I want to talk about with young people. And when we talk about um them dying young, right? What is the leading cause? I want you to, to think about this, and this is a question to you, but a rhetorical question. What is the average age, or should I say, what is the leading cause of death for our young people? And especially when you look at um, black people, right? Um, let's see, somebody said, let me see if I can go back down. The live red light and word is blinking, saying live, but it is not showing. Oh, my, is it mine? Let me see. Oh, it's showing on mine that from what I see, it's showing here. Good to see you, Monica. Also, I see uh, Michael Willis came in. So if, 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 um, if anyone else see the red light, but don't see anything, let me know if the, if it's blinking. Cause from what I'm looking at, it looked like I'm on live here and everything is going well oh ken wood you 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 hit it you you hitting you hitting it right on the head right when you talk about our young people especially black folks uh you, you, one of the things you said was homicide homicide for sure is one especially for young black males right between the age of 15 to 34 we know that homicide is one of the leading causes and when you mush white latino Asians and everyone else in there, um, uh, one of the leading causes of death would be um, uh, accidents, those kind of um, uh, accidental injuries, and suicide. So, so, and then the third one is homicide. And so that's absolutely right uh, uh, from that perspective when we talk about our young people. So when we talk, so that's why we said we're going to look at personal health from a holistic approach. And that means physical, emotional, social, spiritual, and intellectual when we talk about an holistic approach. And so uh, uh, some of the leading causes of death for our young people are accidents, suicides, homicides, cancer, and heart, heart disease. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. And I believe uh, uh, Monica Kelly said, what, what age is that, 60? 60 to 75, the average age that Americans can live to. And uh, thank you for that approach. You're real close when it comes to 75, because they say the average age uh, for an American, for men, is like it, it dropped down from 79 to 78 because of COVID, but somewhere up there between 78 and 79 years old. 
And for women, it's around 82 to 83. So women live a little bit longer than men do. <laughs> Evidently, there's a lot more stress when you talk about dealing with um, uh, men and what we go through and so on. And so if we, if we want our young people to live a nice long age, right? If you go out to the cemetery and you look at the tombstones and see when they were born and when they died, you're, you're going to start seeing more and more of younger people who are dead. And, and it, it goes back to what, what Ken said is homicides and suicides, right? And then these accidents that are happening, you know, where either through neglect or through um, uh, intentions, you know, intentional, right? Or something that a person done that dies through an accident. We're like racing in a car and end up killing yourself or getting high and, and not paying attention to what you do and, and walk into traffic or whatever it may be. Uh, those are accidents, right? But then you have suicide, homicide. Then the fourth cause is cancer. And the fifth one is heart disease. And so as you get older, as you get older, and when you look at overall for Americans, what do they die from? The number one, the number one killers overall, uh, all, all ages is heart disease, cardiac, right? Cardio disease. My grandfather died of a heart attack at the age, I think he was 70 years old. Uh, my mom, even though she had some other issues, uh, on dialysis, diabetes, things like that. She died of a heart attack at the age of, I think she was 54. I got to go back and look. I think she was 54, 54, 55. And, uh, and, and so when you go to the doctor, one of the first things they ask is, is um, you know, your family history of medical conditions, right? And so when I talk about my grandfather's son, they become concerned about my heart, right? And then um, in 2018, when I went to see my doctor, um, and got a physical, I was just getting a physical and went to get, I think I had a bump or some lump on my ear, went to get that checked out. And, um, when I, my, the, at that time, my oldest sister Carnetta was alive, but she had colon cancer. And so I, I uh, she asked me, you know, they, they want to know your history. I said, well, my sister has colon cancer and immediately she said, Oh, you know, you got to go and uh, get a coloscopy, right? Done. So we can check and see, you know, if, um, you know, if anything's wrong with you because prevention is the key, right? And I had put off, I'm 59, I had put off, I, I was supposed to uh, get, get my colon checked out when I think of when I turned 50, and I put it off over and over and over again. And even when my sister told me she had colon cancer, I still didn't like go in and get checked out. But then when my doctor told me uh, she didn't just, they didn't just want to do a test, they wanted to do a colonoscopy for me. So I had to set that up and I did get one in, in 2018 and uh, they found two small polyps but they were not cancerous or anything like that and that's why and they was able to take them out that's why it's important when they talk about these different things whether it's is it's men uh get your colon your prostate checked out but everybody should get their colon checked out uh, uh and other different things uh, they run that blood check on you and they can find and see and detect if there's anything ailing or going wrong with you a lot of times when we younger and our, 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 young, our youth, our younger uh, 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 people, kids, I don't want to say kids, our younger um, uh, people, uh, community members, when, they, when they're younger, a lot of times they don't go to the doctor, right? They, unless they get sick or something happened. But I don't care if you're 60 or if you're 15, you should go to the doctor every year just to get a physical and just to get a checkup. You know, I used to hate going to the doctor to get checked out because... They always, I felt like they were always looking for something, right? 
but they're really not looking for anything. They're trying to see if there's anything wrong so that they can prevent it, right? If, if some of your numbers are too high, then you can start working on it and prevent certain things from happening and so on. And so when we talk about this, um, there was a report that I looked at when, it, when we talk about um, young blacks uh, because uh, there was a study that was done and it came out, uh, a report came out, I think, on November the 9th. And it was talking about, it was talking about Health Day News, and it was talking about a study that was done, done from 2007 to, uh, and then 2017, comparing whether our young blacks are becoming less healthy. And one of the things that this study found is that young black Americans are experiencing significant spikes in obesity, right? And, and guess what that leads to? Type 2 diabetes and smoking, right? All risk factors of heart attack and strokes. And so even our young people are, 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 <laughs> are, um, are getting, be, becoming overweight. Now, uh, one of my friends and, and brothers go to our church, his name is Kenny Douglas, brother Kenny. Uh, we were talking, this was several years ago, but we were talking about like when we were young and um, coming up and we would see a young lady and if she was thick, had big bud and all those kind of things, you know, we thought that, man, woo, she looks good, you know, but not realizing that a lot of times these folks is overweight and it wasn't healthy, right? And we, we, we said, you got to have some meat on you. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, having all that meat on you is not healthy, right? And, you know, and, and what some call being thick and all of that um, and curvy and so on. Sometimes that stuff is not healthy, right? Because you, you probably have too much body. Women can have more body fat than men, but at the same time, that's not healthy. And so one of the things that they found out in this investigation um, the, uh, for the study, the researchers compared uh, uh, um, inpatient hospital records on more than 1.3 million black Americans hospitalized in 2017 and nearly 1.6 million hospitalized in 2017. And guess what they found out when we talk about the young, right? Uh, um, uh, the investigators found that patients were younger, right? Average age of 30 in 2017 compared to uh, uh, 31 in 2017 as far as with uh, that's going to the hospital. They also had higher rates of emergency hospital admissions, nearly 77% versus 75%. And they were more likely to be male, 30%. In 2017, right, compared to 29 percent in 2007. So when the researchers examined hospitalization outcomes, they found they were worse in 2017, even with advanced advances in medications and improved screening and diagnostic techniques. Now, let me just say something about that, because, you know, as you as uh, as our young people, our children and people that, you know, that are young, working with youth and so on. A lot of times, you know, folks begin to think like, well, you know, we got advanced medicine now and and doctors can, you know, I just take a pill. Right. I remember one time I was uh, uh, talking with this person they had diabetes and they was going to eat some cake. And I was like, you know, you're going to eat that cake. Won't that affect your sugar? So I'll just take a shot. Right. So I'll just take my shot. So a lot of times we don't we don't seem to care about our health. But at the same time, we want to rely on medicine and medications to live. Right. And um, this I think this was like how long ago was this? This had to be like 10, 12 years ago. I remember one time I was uh, in this individual's house was in San Diego 
and I saw this this older gentleman, maybe in the 60s or whatever he was, 50s, 60s, and he he came to the table early in the morning, and he had this big old, um, this large um, pill container that holds your pills, and I saw all those pills, medication that he had to take just to stay alive. And I made it, you know, even though way before then, I made up my mind like, you know what? That's not how I want to live. That's not how I want to live. I want to um, 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 live healthy. I don't want to have to rely on medicines or medications if I don't have to, right? And so if you're really a healthy person, right, uh, uh, you, you're free. You don't have any medical conditions, and you're free of that, right? And so, and that's what you want. So with me, I know as I get older, I'm going to face more challenges, right? But I started at in my early in my late 20s, really, in my late 20s, changing my lifestyle as far as what I eat, right? I, I, I uh, from um, sodas to the kind of meats I eat, watching the various types of fats that I get and all those different types of things because and started, you know, uh, um, um, eating things that didn't have a high cholesterol in it. Way back in my 20s, I stopped, I stopped eating a lot of eggs, right, because of the yolk has high cholesterol in it. And so our young people are not taught, right? They're not taught, young people are not taught how to take care of themselves and how to stay healthy and make healthy choices. And so therefore, if they do survive, they don't die of homicide or, or suicide or accident, then uh, what's gonna happen is, is that as they get older, in their 40s, even in their 30s now, you know, will end up in the hospital or dropping dead and you can have a stroke and and at, at a young age, 30, 40 years old, and walk be walking around like you're an 85 year old person because of the way it can affect your health. And so we don't want that to happen with our young people. So we so so because the number one killer is heart disease, we really, really have to pay attention to that, right? And so the team found when they did this research, the team found a 30% increased risk of heart attack and heart rhythm disturbances, and a 50% increased risk of stroke, and 90% increased risk of blood clot in one of the big arteries of the heart, right? And that's what kills folks. There was also a 150% risk of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, and a 200% increased risk of cardiogenic shock, and that's the most severe form of a heart failure. When you hear about people dying in their sleep or or uh, I remember one time I was with one of my friends, and this was back when we were in our, uh, I think, where were we? we probably was in our late 20s or early 30s. And uh, uh, we, I was inviting him to church, so I went by his house, and as we was walking up on his steps, he fell down on one knee, right? And then he couldn't get up, he started shaking, and he was young. And then um, we called an ambulance, they took him to the hospital, and come to find out that he had an aneurysm. Right, blood bleeding ble in his brain, and that can come from high blood pressure, uh, your arteries getting clogged up, and different things like that. And so that's why we have to be careful of these things, and, and, and so on. So I want to provide some uh, healthy choices, some things that you can do, right, to prevent these things from happening. I don't care what age you are, and what kind of health condition you have. Uh, one of the things that I talked about uh, in some of my videos uh, coming out of the gym is that. At the gym, I've seen people coming there overweight with diabetes, with high blood pressure, with high cholesterol, 
and different things like that. And these folks started working out, started taking care of themselves, started losing weight. And they really got it down to a manageable rate, right? What, whatever it was and so on. So one of the things you, 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 we have to understand is to prevent heart disease, you have to prevent health conditions like high blood pressure. How many of y'all got blood, high blood pressure, right? Or high cholesterol. How many of y'all have high cholesterol? My cholesterol has always been good because I watch the things that I eat. And I started at a young age, right? Uh, my wife used to get frustrated with me because we would go in the store and I would be reading all the ingredients in there to see if it had cholesterol or trans fat and, and how much fat was in there. And there's a difference between the good fats and the, the, the bad fats. You know, you have saturated fats that, you know, really not good for you. So, so you have to read those things, right? But one of the things you have to do you have to prevent high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes, right? And, and, and you have to do cardio exercise. And that is an important part of having healthy heart. Now, today, once I get off of this podcast, I am going to the gym. And I'm going to do cardio, right? Oh, um, Rhea Kale, if I said your name right, said I have all three. And, 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 and you know what, and you can, you can, you can either manage it or you can get rid of it completely. Right. And still live a, a good, long, healthy life lifestyle. It's all a matter of getting started. Right. If we haven't got started, it's about getting started and it's about starting working on your health and things. And, you know, I know we weren't taught when we were young to take care of ourselves. Right. And, and, and remember when we talk about this and, and I'm going to get into this in a minute, when we talk about that, we talk about a holistic approach to health, right? Physical, emotional, social, spiritual, and intellectual. We have to like uh, uh, watch all uh, um, uh, uh, five of those different type of aspects of your health, right? To really uh, make sure you're getting things right. So exercise, and this is why I push exercise so much. Diet is important, and that's the most important, but exercise also is important. So Exercise stimulates the production of more new blood vessels, which gives more places for blood to flow, which results in more efficient circulation. And when you have that, you're more healthier. You're feeling good when you wake up. You're feeling good after you work out and so on, right? So cardiovascular exercise increase the number of new blood vessels while resistant training increase the size of those blood vessels. So when you're doing resistant training like lifting weights, it make it, it get help your veins to get bigger. So if your vein is real thin and you got that cholesterol building up and trans fat and all that kind of stuff clogging up your arteries and you start exercising, it started opening up new veins. But not only that, but those veins that exist and start making them bigger. And then pretty soon as you eating healthy, like your fruits and vegetables, it and that oxygen and pushing oxygen through, it'll clean your arteries out, right? And so uh, uh, and and and. And, and then by doing that, we can prevent from having uh, um, heart attacks and cancer and things like that. So here's some things. Here's some things here that um, I, I want to uh, um, I want to share with you. Here are some evidence based good science health tips when you want to deal with your heart. Number one. And this is my weakness, too. Right. Because I have a weakness, too. Um not so much as, as drinking sugar, uh, 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 water, uh, like sodas and things like that, but candy, right? That's my thing, candy or ice cream and cookies and things like that. I don't eat it every day, 
But if I, if I like, you know how some people say you have a cheat day? If I have a cheat day, it's almost like an addiction, right? Uh, the moment I get that in my system, I start craving it more and more and more. And so I try to limit, limit myself in what I do on that because I know that that's a weakness for me that if I, and it's a trigger for me, if I, if I start eating sweets, it's going to really get to me. And then I'll start feeling it, especially when your body is clean and you eat something that's not healthy for you. You, you, you feel it immediately in your body, right? Especially when you wake up in the morning. So don't drink sugar, sugar calories if you want to work on your heart. <clears throat> eat nuts. You know, I, I try to every day, I try to eat nuts, right? I eat uh, pistachios. I eat walnuts and things like that <clears throat> because um, nuts are good for you. Avoid processed junk food. Me. Um, don't fear coffee, though. You know, you could drink coffee, but a certain amount. Uh, uh, they said, I think, about three or four cups a day. Uh, but don't drink too much of it. But coffee is not bad for you. Eat fatty fish foods, right? And not just so much because I take omega-3s and krill oil and things like that. But uh, one of the things you got to realize when you do that, it's supposed to be an enhancement to what you're already doing if you're taking care of yourself, right? You can't eat bad and then expect it to take a vitamin and think that that's going to solve your problem because it's not. You, but you should eat fatty fish, uh, fish foods and things like that. And if you think you're not getting enough, then yes, uh, uh, get some omega-3s, get some uh, krill oils and things like that, which is very good for you. And, and here's another one that a lot of times people don't do. Get enough sleep, at least six to eight hours, right, of sleep. And I used to at one time get make sure I got eight hours every day, but... Being as busy as I am, a lot of things going on from sunset to, to sunrise or all day. Many times I don't get a chance to um, get in bed early enough uh, compared to the time that I have to get up, which, I, you know, I got to work on that more. But I do make sure I at least get six or seven hours. But I used to get that eight. I still get the eight sometimes, but not as uh, consistent as I used to. And then here's another one. Take care of your gut health with probiotics and fiber. And so I make sure I always try to get my fiber, my probiotics and so on and start working on it. Right. And as you do your cardio, your, your, your weightlifting, walking as you're drinking uh, water. Now, let me tell you something about water because you got to drink water. But the amount of water you should drink every day is is um, whatever you weigh. If you weigh 200 pounds, you should drink your, your water should be half of your weight in ounces so if you weigh 200 pounds you should be drinking 100 ounces of water every day if you weigh 250 you should be drinking 125 ounces of water every day right and so it's half of your weight in ounces when you talk about drinking water and 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 because what i think they say like 60 and even higher the center of our body is made of of water and so you got to drink a lot of water and cut out that that um those sodas and different things like that. And and here's another thing. Don't overcook or burn your meat. <laughs> those that can't cook need to listen to that. And here's another one. Eat vegetables and fruit, right? A lot of folks don't get enough vegetables. A lot of people don't get enough fruits and stuff. And, and um, of course, do some cardio. Don't smoke or do drugs, right? And, and that's a problem. I, I go to the gym and I see people... <laughs> Uh, working out and then they go right outside and start smoking a cigarette and i'm like man that's counterproductive 
you know, when, when you when you do that. Right. And people think that smoking marijuana is OK, but smoking marijuana is is not a, equivalent to cigarettes, but it can also give you lung cancer. Right. And affect your body that way. Uh, the smoking aspect of it. Right. Um, this is one of the things I told my niece, uh, one of my nieces, because uh, they had some ves- uh, vegetable oil and I told them to get some drink, uh, uh, cook your food, foods with extra virgin oil, virgin olive oil. And you could put it on your salad, salads and different things like that uh, uh, when you do it. Um, yeah, somebody said drink a gallon. That's that, and that's good. Right. That's a hundred. That's that's a good because uh, you'll have more than enough if you drink a gallon. I think a gallon is about, what, 128 ounces? So that's real good if, if you can drink a gallon of water uh, uh, every day. That's very, I, that's very good if you can do that. And that's, you know, that was one of the things I used to do. And now, you know, and I still probably do that, you know, um, uh, based on, but I try to do it based on my weight. But when you exercise and do a lot of other things, you drink a little bit more, right? So sometimes you might even go over uh, that. But, you know, that's, a, that's good advice, is a gallon of water every day. Um, and then you want to minimize your sugar intake, um, even in, in fruits, right? But, but there's a difference between simple carbs and complex carbs. Complex carbs comes from fruits and things like that. Complex carbs are, they digest in your body slow, Right. But simple carbs come from the sugars in your food, in your uh, 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 candies and sodas and different things like that. And it overwhelms your body. And then you're, you're, not, you're, you're, uh, uh, you're not able through your kidneys to uh, and, and in your liver, you're not able to send out those enzymes. Right. To turn that fat into energy because you've been overwhelmed. So then what it does is it stores it into fat. Right. It, it tricks your body and you start storing it into fat. But you still overworking your kidneys right uh, uh your, your 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 insulin in your kidney you're still overworking it because it's trying to turn it into energy and that's why a lot of times people get diabetes because they're overworking their insulin and and they and their and their and their kidneys stop producing insulin right and then they have to go on dialysis a lot of times or they end up um uh, uh um having to take insulin and so so one of the ways to do that is if uh, uh, let it be natural sugars like from your fruits and things like that, uh, because it's complex, it's complex and it it a process is slow. But make sure you're staying active. Make sure you're burning that energy off. Right. And 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 uh, there's a debate between breakfast. Right. Uh, should you eat breakfast? Should you not eat breakfast and things like that? I say, you know, you should eat a, a healthy breakfast, do most of your carbs in the morning. And then that way you'll get your metabolism going. Right. And your metabolism will start moving and you start burning fat. You start burning fat. And they say you should. And I, I tried this for years, but it really didn't work for me. But they say you should uh, eat every uh, two hours, two to three hours. Right. Small meals throughout the day, six to seven meals a day and things like that. You can do that, especially if you're working out and you're bodybuilding, training, things like that. A lot of people uh, did, did uh, do that for that. Right. And some people do it to lose weight. But what I found in, in, in doing that, I mean, yes, you know, you can do these small meals and so on, but unless you're doing cardio and doing some other things, you're really not going to lose weight if you're trying to lose weight and so on. Unless your body is already healthy, then you could do that to uh, build muscle and things like that. So here's another one. Um, um, so don't, don't eat a lot of refined carbs, right? And I just talked about that. 
uh, lift heavy things, right? Do some lifting. And, and, and one of the things that I always talk about is not only lifting, but find ways to walk, right? I, I see people, when I go into the grocery store, they're overweight, and then they get on one of those little um, uh, mobile carts, motor carts or whatever you call them, that drive them around. I'm like, you know, you should be walking, right? You should be walking, getting some exercise rather than taking that thing. And when people go to the store, they'll park, they'll try to get the closest parking space. Uh, park far away so that you can walk, right? Find every reason to walk or to lift something to keep, to stay active and keep moving, right? Because your body, if it doesn't, it'll start deteriorating. And so um, uh, as we talked about earlier, avoid artificial trans fats. Use plenty of herbs and spices. Uh, take care of your relationships, right? <laughs> uh, uh, in, in, in everything that you do, um, and lose excess belly fat. That's one thing that I'm trying to work on doing all the time is trying to get, lose more and more and more and more, especially for men. Women, a lot of times, they're fat going to their hips and butt and all of that. For men, it goes into our stomach. And so lose excess belly fat because when it covers, um, when you got that var variceal, they call it variceal fat, it covers your stomach muscles and your intestines and everything else, and that's not healthy for you. And so here's the thing, right? For 2022, for those that are looking to uh, go into better health, right, don't go on a diet, okay? Adopt a healthier lifestyle. And in the long term, you know, diets don't work, right? So it's a lifestyle. I remember years ago when I, when I used to work at um, uh, 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 UCSD, um, and there was this, this young lady that worked there too, you know, we was around the same age. She might have been a little bit older than me, but we were younger then. And I think, you know, I started noticing that she was losing weight, but it was slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And I went to her one time and I said, like, are you losing weight? And she said, yeah. She said, I've been on, I, she said, not so much a diet, but she changed her lifestyle. And it, I think it had been going on for about a year or two or whatever it was. And it been, she'd been doing it for a while. She just changed her diets and how she ate and what she did and so on versus, you know, I'm going to go on this diet, lose all this weight in three or four months and so on. But it was just a process. And pretty soon she was losing a lot of weight, but it became a part of her regular routine. And that's what we should do. So instead of going on a diet, just uh, adopt a healthier lifestyle. And that's one of the things that I want to do. So when talking about heart disease and preventing it, right, uh, and, and this helps out with a lot of other things too, quit smoking cigarettes. I see a lot of people out there, and I'm not putting nobody down, but I see a lot of people out there that um, are leaders and different things like that and very smart, but, and, 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 and talking about helping people, but they're smoking. And you read anything about health, and one of the first things they tell you is, is cigarettes damage you. Whether, whatever complications you might have, they tell you cigarettes damage you. Stop smoking cigarettes. So to prevent heart disease, you have to prevent health conditions, right? As I mentioned before, all those things. Exercise for at least 30 minutes a day and at least four to six days a week. Right now, I'm doing it six days a week. And, um, and I, have to tell, I have to turn it off, right? I have to tell myself to stop. Because during COVID, things got horrible last year when everything was on a lockdown and we was at home and stressing out and everything else. Uh, I started gaining weight. I stopped exercising. I started feeling horrible. 
and everything, right? And um, and I knew it. I knew that I was I was I was horrible. And I had to go to the doctor for something. And the doctor that morning said, "Hey, did you eat anything last night?" I said, "No." He said, uh, "Let's do a complete physical for you." And I really didn't want to do it because I knew that I had I was in a messed up situation and so on. But um, because of the lifestyle that I had before those few months and so on, uh, it wasn't my my health was still good. But those numbers that I was looking at wasn't where I wanted them to be because I know where they should be uh, uh, to be healthy, even though it was considered healthy. The doctor said it had no uh, comments about anything on my blood test, anything like that. But when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, that should be down. That should be down. I'm concerned about that and so on because I know where I want my numbers to be uh, so that I won't have to ever worry about it, right? It, it lets me know because if, if something is rising, that means you're not doing something right. And if you don't stop doing what you're doing, it's going to continue to rise. Um, uh, when you look at that. And so eat diets that are low in salt, that is low in salt and saturated fats, right? Uh, uh, again, the saturated fats get in you, the varicose fats, clog up your arteries, all those type of things, and salt, high blood pressure, sodium, and so on. Maintain a healthy weight. Uh, reduce and manage your stress and practice good hygiene, like washing your hands, and good dental health. Get to the dentist and get checked out, right? Now, here's something I, I want to share with you all. Uh, I say, well, let me get to some of the comments real quick because I, I know I probably missed some. Uh, Ken Wood said, I read a book by uh, Dr. Want uh, years ago called Bodies Crave for Water. Interestingly enough, he mentioned that over... 80% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I always tell folks, because as a pastor and we fast, and when we go on a fast, I always try to tell the saints, like, you know, when you're fasting, drink water because most people are not getting enough water as it is, right? So drink water. And, when, and he says, when you feel that you are hungry, it is actually your body craving water. So think about that. That's very good. Um, so Faye said, thank you so much, Bishop. I'm tearing it up. Carmelita Moore, me too. Uh, Kenwood, that's Dr. Wang, not Dr. One, I think. Uh, let's see, any other comments? Um, oh, uh, Raquel, I think. Uh, forgive me if I mispronounced your name. Said the truth hurts, cousin. <laughs> uh, Carmelita Life said lifestyle. That's right. Michael Singletary, you have to get a physical uh, get it physical three times. <laughs> you have to get it. Oh, he said physical. I thought you were talking about working out three times a year. Woo, yeah. I do it like once, but uh, I know some people that go quite often, that, that, that yeah, go like uh, every quarter, three to four months and so on. And so that's very, that's very good advice right there. Uh, Raquel said, my neighbor smoke a carton a day. Whoa, Lord. I am ready to move. I smell it upstairs in my room. Yep. And uh, said, I am, I am really, I, I am really, I am really ready to go to work on this. Thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm glad it's been a blessing to somebody uh, in the name of the Lord and so on. And so, you know, feel free to put your comments in here. Uh, ask a question. I'm not an expert in anything. I'm just a, a student of this. But I can tell you at the age of 59, you know, I have, I'm not on any medication. I don't have no medical conditions that I know of. Uh, there are some things that are could be hereditary, like uh, chronic, chronic, um, not chronic, um, a colon cancer, which which runs in my family, and maybe heart disease. But I think that's more tied into diet 
And so there are some things that are congenital. And what I mean by congenital, and you have no control over it, that means you probably was born with it, right? And if you were born with it, there's nothing you could do in exercise, diet, or anything else um, uh, when it's congenital. That's not your fault if it's congenital, um, but unless God heals you, right? Uh, but there, but there are things that you can do for all the other things. When we talk about heart disease, cancers, and and getting those antioxidants in your body to to fight off those dead cells or those cells that are no good uh, that can cause cancer and so on. So here's some things that that I want to share with you. The CDC study found that 70% of adults don't eat enough fruit. And 87% of adults don't eat enough vegetables. And so you got to get your vegetables and so on, get your smoothies on and so on, things like that. And I know sometimes we're on a run and doing different things. So I go get me some greens, powder greens, and I'll I'll mix that with my uh, amino acids or something so that I can at least, if I'm I'm not getting it that day running, getting enough, because I try to eat fruit and vegetables every day. But sometimes if I don't get enough, I'll do that to make it up, right? Um... A multivitamin can make make up shortfalls, right? So get a multivitamin if you can. Um, um, it reduces risk of cancer when you get your vegetables, you get your fruits, you get your multivitamin. Healthy aging, or what I call aging gracefully, that's what we should be doing, aging gracefully. We're going to get older, and, and as we get older, eventually we're going to end up dying, right? And we can't live forever because of the curse or the sin of Adam, right? He said, the day you eat of the tree, you should surely die. So we know we got to die one day if the Lord doesn't come. But we and God said he'd give you 70 years or even 80. Right. And I know uh, there's people that I've known living to the 80s and I think um, into the 90s and so on. And and you, you saw what the average age of Americans is now. The country that that have folks that live the longest is in most is mostly in the Asian countries. And their their average age, I think that they're living to us anywhere between 83 years old. I think it was 83 to 85 years old, the average age that they're living to versus Americans, right? And and of course they're not as obese as Americans are. And so, um, so be good to your heart. Take care of your hair and your skin, and and when you exercise and you do these things, your fruit. And vegetables and, and multivitamin, it'll give you these things and you'll feel better, right? And remember, I'm not giving you an exhaustive list. So one of the things we talked about, the five areas of, of, of being a holistic approach to health, right? We talked about the physical, right, of exercise and doing all those type of things, right? But let's look at emotional, right? Try to maintain a positive attitude even when problems arise, right? And I, and I think I shared this story with some of you all. Uh, Faith, oh, and she looks good. Faith, since Faith said her mom is 90 and she looks good, right? Um, try to main, maintain a positive attitude even when problems arise. And what I was going to say is, is that, and I think I shared it, I shared this with you all. I was exercising once on the cardio and I was monitoring my heart rate on it. And I was doing pretty good. I normally have to work pretty hard to get my heart rate up. But I, I was looking at my heart rate and I really wasn't going that fast, but it all of a sudden started shot shooting up high. And, and at that moment, I was thinking about some negative stuff. I was thinking about some people and things and, and, <laughs> and it just got me all worked up and, and, and it started affecting me. And so we got to understand 
that uh, we got to always try to maintain a positive attitude because if you're negative, if you find people that are negative, always negative, always got some negative to say and so on, they're not healthy people. And, and, and if they keep going at that rate, they're not going to live long, right? So discover your personal stress reliever, right? Manage your time wisely because it will help lower stress. You got to take care of yourself. Find someone that you trust, that you can openly share your feelings with. And one of the things I know they, they taught us when, when I was taking some of these classes in psychology, they were saying that people that talk about their problems to other people are more healthier, right? Rather than boggling it up inside. But you got to find somebody that you can trust, right? Somebody that's not going to judge you and someone that's going to listen with love, right? Uh, and hold you accountable, though. Um, and so seek professional help when you need it, right? Smile even when you don't feel like it. That's emotional. We're talking about emotional health, right? And you can, uh, there's all type of resources out there for you. Um, one thing you, you don't have to do is the easy route when you're dealing with some emotional stuff is go take some medication. Go into a doctor or psychiatrist or whoever, and they start provi providing you uh, medications to calm you down and, and things like that. You don't need that. You just need to fix your environment, fix people that you're around, get your mindset right. But you don't need all those medications. That's really rich craft. You know, when you when you get caught up in it. Now, I'm not speaking against those things, per se, but I'm telling you there's a better route and it could lead to witchcraft. And so you have your physical, you have your emotional. And then the other holistic approach, uh, number three is social. Right. So get involved. There are a variety of things. Get involved with our church. Get involved with our Shafat outreach program. There's other things that's going on in the community and so on and so forth. Get involved. Uh, um uh, you can find something that interests you and do it, right? Uh, know who your best friends are. <laughs> uh, recognize when you are in an unhealthy relationship. Balance your social life with academic responsibility, right? Um, and this especially young people, students. And then there's the spiritual, right? Find a quiet place and spend time there every day in prayer, in meditation, right? Uh, contemplate the meaning of your life. God will show you your purpose and so on. If uh, uh, and, and, and for those that are some people may not be religious, but those that are religious are religious and, and, and or believers or whatever, study and practice it. Don't just say you go to church or go to the mosque or the temple, but 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 study and practice what you say you believe and spend time appreciating the natural world around you. Right. Go to the mountains, go out to the sea, you know, just in, enjoy the, the walk and the cruise. That's spiritual. Right. And then it's intellectual. The last one is intellectual. Talking about a holistic approach. Keep abreast of current affairs. Take uh, young people, take your schoolwork seriously and spend time in the library, right? Uh, seek academic help if you need it. That's one thing I tell my grandson who's five years old, even though sometimes he tried to manipulate me on it. Uh, I say, hey, never be afraid to ask for help. Uh, he'd be in the room trying to do something. He can't do it. He'd stand there and start crying. And I'll say, hey, hey, man. Uh, uh, if you need help, all you got to do is ask. We're here to support you. We're here to help you, but you got to ask. But then he'll take that to another level. There are things he know how to do, but he just too lazy to do it himself and say, I need help. <laughs> so he figured that one out. And so, but, but, uh, um, seek help if you need it. Young people, um, of those that are helping young people, working with young people, 
teach them that, to let them know that they have a support team. Sometimes young people, when I talk to them and you ask them what type of, uh, do they, uh, not all, but some, um, uh, do they have any positive, supportive people around them? And they say no, right? And then I'm like, you're not really thinking because I'm a positive person, right? Because <laughs> they only think like family or or something like that. But but get some supportive people around you. And all of us, be, uh, from a young age till we get older, we never stop learning. Become a lifelong learner. We're always growing. We're always learning every day. Every day we're doing that. And so one of the, so um, uh, let's see how much time we got. We got a few more minutes left because I want to try to finish by 8 o'clock. Let me see if I missed any questions here. Uh, yeah, there's a few. Let me get back. Let me see. Uh, Faye, Sister Faye said, like when people talk negative, my head feel like an atomic bomb. I don't want it. I hurry up and turn to Jesus. Amen. Uh, Ken Wood said, my mother-in-law is 98 years old. Amen. What a blessing. Uh, um, it, it's still driving. Look at that. And FaceTiming. And when you find people that live a long time, you, they, they stay active, right? They stay active and in positive things. Her spiritual life is solid. She cooks her own food. She has great balance in her life and has a very sharp mind. That's awesome. And you know what I do a lot of time when I find people that's older like that, I'm like, hey, give me some tips, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> give me some tips on that one. And um, Rhea Keel, if I'm pronouncing the name right, um, said, I have no income. I don't know what is going to happen, but I laugh every day. I have so many people um, call me daily. I make them laugh. Thank you. You've been a blessing to other people and so on. And, and think about it. You know, when you say, you know, you have no income and things like that, even with with uh, with with the challenges like that. And we look at things like that, you know, keep you. you you're keeping a, a positive um, um, mindset. Right. So no matter what your situation, no matter what your condition, stay content, stay happy in it and start speaking, you know, speaking some things what you want in your life. Right. Uh, I always, every day, you know, tell myself what the Bible says. I'm at the top, not the bottom. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm the lender, not the borrower, right? What you want in your life, you have to speak those things. And and your subconscious mind controls about 95 to 98% of what you do. Your subconscious is that part of you that you that is already trained, information you already gathered, and you automatically do it without paying attention. You know how, like, you unplug your iron and put it all up, but then when you get to your car, you wonder if you unplug the iron? That's because uh, uh, your subconscious kicked in. So we got to get a lot of positive stuff in our subconscious so that even when we're not thinking about it, we're thinking positive. Even when we're not thinking about it, we're, we're speaking positive things to ourselves. And, and when you start speaking it and it gets in you, you start going for it, right? So, like, you know, if you, you, if you tell yourself, I have plenty of money. And, 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 you know, whether you say you have millions or thousands, whatever it is, speak it to yourself every day. And I can have what I want, buy what I want, get what I want, do what I want, right? And, and it, it'll start becoming reality because you'll start moving towards that when you do that and so on. And Faye said, uh, my husband told me that. Um, oh, you're talking to your cousin. <laughs> uh, Kimwood, you are blessed, Raquel said. Um, don't stress everything you... Every, don't stress over things you can't change. Amen. Um, and I, oh, I think that's fake cousin, right? Ra Raquel. 
Um, Ray Shell. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sis. I see it now. Ray Shell. Uh, Veronica, uh, good to see you. And still praying for you and your family if you're still on. And uh, Faye said, yes, you feel good. Thank you, Jesus. And Rochelle said, yes, yes, yes. Amen. And, and, and what a blessing and so on. So remember to our young people and us that, that are uh, nurturing them and, and, and teaching them and leading them, um, we want to get our young people on a good health track, right, to where that they can start taking, where they can start taking care of themselves and making healthy choices when they're young. And then when they get older, our younger people will be living longer, especially black folks, right? This is for everybody, but because black people are on the bottom, right? We're on, when it comes to living long, uh, uh, black men die, uh, live lesser than white men do, right? And so we want to change that, uh, uh, whether it's heart disease, cancers, all these different things. A black man and, and, and a white man can smoke and do all the same things and uh, that are not healthy, but a black man will still be affected more, right? Because, you know, we know uh, we're affected by more stress because of race and different things like that. But we have to like, and we are under tremendous stress in our communities with the community violence, with poverty, and a lot of the things that we're underlining issues that we're dealing with, right? So we got to really have the right kind of mindset to get there. And we want to get our young people with that kind of mindset so that they can, um, uh, uh, grow as they grow mature, they can they'll be making healthy uh, uh, choices, right? Uh, uh, as they grow older and doing healthy things, I started in my late twenties doing it, and and then when I got in my forties, I started realizing that a lot of my family members were getting diabetes, and I started realizing that it was through diet and so on. So I started taking it up to another level with my exercise and with diet and watching things that I eat. And so on, because I, if God can help me, I don't want to have diabetes or high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and those type of things. I want to prevent it. Prevention is the key. If you already have it, just start working on it. Start exercising. Start doing the things that you you should do, right? And, and it's hard sometimes to cut out those uh, bad foods that we eat and so on. So let me see. Uh, so if there's nothing else. I just wanted to start my podcast off talking about some healthy choices uh, for sure. Um, uh, 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 put a comment in there if there's something that you want me to talk about. I'm going to come on with my live podcast every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. If, if Lord be my helper and nothing comes up that doesn't disrupt that schedule. Uh, every Lord's will, every Wednesday at 7 p.m., I'm going to come on live unless you all think there's a better time to do it where we can get more people. And plus, this will be... Uh, this podcast, I will. It will be audio recording. Will be placed on our website, uh, which you can go to, which is on the flyer that I posted. But it's Cornelius Bowser Gangs dot com, Cornelius Bowser Gangs dot com, and just go to podcast, and that's where I post all our podcasts on there. And also, uh, uh, Podbean is is where I where I host uh, the pod, uh, the, my podcast is at. And so you can also see it there. And I'll be posting the audio on uh, uh, Twitter and, and Facebook and so on. And also be on the website. So you can check it out there. And the Lord's will will be back next week at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday with Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. All right. God bless you. And we're signing out.